This is the Simi Sarah Show On Demand. Subscribe now on iTunes. Listen to the show each weekday 10 to 2 on 980 CKNW and through the Radio Player app. Well, it's a situation that several communities around BC have had to deal with. What to do with these so-called tent cities that tend to spring up where people don't have a place to go to or they feel more comfortable camping out in the open than they would perhaps going into a shelter space. This, of course, is a situation that Surrey recently had to deal with. But now uh, residents of that area that they called the Sanctuary Tent City, say they blame the city of Surrey for losing most of their belongings. So there were three days last week that homeless people living in that tent city along King George Boulevard were told that they had to move off of what was private land onto city land. Now we have reached out to the city for comment on this. They've sent us a statement. We'll have more on that in a moment. But we do know that the shelters in the area are full. The nearby Surrey Urban Mission has confirmed that. So where are people supposed to go? Well, joining us now is Isabel Krupp, a member of Alliance Against Displacement. Isabel, thank you very much for joining us. Thank you so much for having me, Simi. What is Alliance Against Displacement? Alliance Against Displacement is a grassroots organization that struggles alongside communities like the homeless and unhoused community here in Surrey to fight for power and to fight for justice. And so what happened in the case here with the people who were in that tent city? So to understand the story of Sanctuary Tent City, I think you have to start with the story of the Surrey Strip on 135A Street. Uh, There were hundreds of people camped along uh, the street. They had nowhere else to go. And they built a kind of a community, a way of keeping each other safe and looking after each other in those dire circumstances. And that Uh, the tent city, the community on the Strip, was displaced in June of 2018. And the city of Surrey used uh, 160 modular housing beds as an excuse to scatter hundreds of people from the Surrey Strip. So some people got beds in modular housing, but the rest of them were pushed to uh, bushes and alleyways and uh, storefronts to try to survive. And some of those people who were displaced from the Strip Uh, they founded a new tent city uh, in a wooded area, in an industrial area in uh, uh, just outside of Wally. And um, they uh, built a new community, a new way to keep each other safe and keep each other alive. And we know that rates of homeless deaths in Surrey uh, quadrupled in just a span of a few short years. So we're talking about a life and death struggle. Um, In the summertime, in July, just this past July, Mm -hmm. that new tent city faced the risk of displacement. So bylaw came in and they said, uh, as they do everywhere across Surrey, they said to the homeless people living there, uh, move along, move along. You can't uh, be here. Uh, Of course, they weren't told where exactly to go. So instead of moving along, uh, the community there, they said, uh, we're going to stand together and we're going to fight back. And they gave themselves a name. They called themselves Sanctuary Tent City, uh, which is a claim, a political claim, that this is a sanctuary uh, for the unhoused people who are banding together for survival, uh, as well as for unhoused people across the city. And we know that there's uh, something like 1,000 and maybe 1,500 homeless people in Surrey. Right. So then, Isabel, what can the city do to help at this point, though? Are there, would people be willing to move into a location if a location were found? 
So what the campers are calling on from the Surrey of City is for social housing, real social housing, to be built on the site. And until that social housing is built for the city to provide resources people need to survive, that means water, that means washroom facilities, and that means um, that means fire safety uh, supplies, including safer forms of heat like propane heaters because it's getting cold out there. Um, it also means uh, what we need is we need to continue to defend that site as a sanctuary. Uh, and uh, right now there isn't security. So th- there's been a, a kind of a concession wrenched from the city of Surrey, which is that the city has decided to allow people to remain camped on the public land. That wasn't their plan from the get-go. Uh, they put up 42 shelter beds to use as a, as a kind of excuse to displace this self-organized community, sanctuary tent city, and they were planning to kick everyone out of there. They said that this tent city would be dismantled as soon as the shelter was full. That's not what happened. It was their plan initially, but they weren't able to carry that plan out because campers fought back. They held a press conference. They um, they resisted collectively, right. and the city wasn't able to push them out. So, uh, so if they're going to let people stay on that city-owned land, uh, which it seems that they are for the um, at least for the foreseeable future until people are housed, that means they have an obligation to provide resources people need to survive. Isabel, do people want to stay there, there, or would they rather be moved into a shelter space? Now, I know they've got that newly opened Cove shelter that they opened up there. Would it not be preferable to be indoors somewhere? So what residents are doing is they're fighting back against this framework that uh, frames homeless people as either criminals to be moved along or locked up in jail uh, for their belongings to be routinely stolen from them by bylaw and police. Um, People are framed either as criminals or as charity cases, which means the kind of autonomy, the dignity, the control over your life is denied. Um, so it's a, it's a false choice to say people have to choose either between um, being locked into a shelter, which we know is more of a, it's not a home, it's a warehouse. Uh, it's shutting homeless people. It's shutting homelessness behind walls. Of course, there's some material advantages to that. Um, people at the press conference today, though, that we held this morning, with about a dozen residents and former residents of the camp, even people who are living in the shelter, because that's what they need to do to survive. They say the tent city was better. Do they mean it's better because it's uh, because you're in the rain and the cold? That's not what's better about a tent city. What's better is that you're there with your family, with your friends. You have control over your life. And people deserve that control over their lives, um, regardless of whether they're poor uh, or not. So what people are calling for is real social housing, where they have that kind of autonomy and security. And it, it's a false choice to push people into either shelters or onto the street. Right. But is So what does real social housing mean then, Isabel? Because obviously it would take a couple of mm-hmm. years to get that up and running, to find enough space for the people who need it. In the meantime, is the city just supposed to let people stay outdoors? Because that also there, there's a lot of risks to that as well. Yeah, so real social housing is what governments were investing in a few decades ago. I grew up in real social housing. That meant that uh, my family had a three-bedroom uh, apartment that was uh, my, my single mom who was on welfare paid her shelter portion to our rent. And we weren't at risk of eviction. 
we weren't uh, we didn't have social workers and police sharing information uh, my, myself and my brother weren't wrenched away from my mom that's not the kind of social housing that's being built anymore the only non-market housing we're seeing going up is under this model of supportive housing uh, where people are torn away from their families where shell, uh, service providers share information with police um, they routinely share uh, surveillance footage and guest logs with police without warrants and people and service providers don't respect people's rights under the residential tenancy act rather than having um, residents sign leases they assign programs uh, agreements and then they're um, routinely evicted for reasons that wouldn't be acceptable under the RTA. So when we, that's what we mean when we say real social housing and we can only win that by fighting. Um, in the meantime, until we have real social housing, we, uh, we need to respect the diversity of needs within the homeless community and the diversity of ways that people can build power because again, by building power and fighting, that's the way we win what we really need uh, to survive, what we really need for our communities to flourish. Um, so that means that uh, rather than pouring uh, incredible amounts of money and resources into criminalizing and controlling homeless and poor people, uh, cities need to listen to what people need, listen to the demands that are coming from the ground. And right now what uh, sanctuary intensity is demanding is um, uh, what they're saying is that they'll defend the site, they'll defend the tent city, they'll demand the resources they need to survive, um, and they'll continue uh, pushing on for social housing. All right, um, Isabel, thank you very much for your time. Okay, thank you so much, Simi. That's Isabel Krupp, member of Alliance Against Displacement.